Okay, this happened to me twice this week. Oh, okay. boy. What's an instance where you have to say something with a food scenario? So, Tony, I was on the phone with you last night. I mm-hmm. stopped at McDonald's in Grand yeah. Rapids to get a, a, a Coke because uh, McDonald's best Coke, Coke the world. best Coke, right? And I, I go into the bag. No, oh, fries. no fries. No fries. Yeah, I remember. I was on the phone. And, when and that so happened. you're like, well, you got to turn around. Gotta and, go and back. I'm like, it's <laughs> nearly 11 o'clock. Go back. And so I, I did. I went back. And yeah, luckily, good. like, I had hit it off with the guy at the first window. Oh, and that's so, a good like, sign. he got me some hot fries and, and everything. So, like, right. it was worth it. Um, second instance, we went to Andalay, and Miranda got the chimichanga, and it comes with a ranchero sauce, and she hates that. Yeah. And wrote on the notes, no ranchero sauce. Yep. Came with ranchero sauce. We had to go back. And, yep. you know, so what's your, it needs to be there moment. Is there a restaurant thing? Like if oh, you get pickles or something. That's a good one. Either that's of you two. A, oh, that's a good one. Aaron, think, you got I one? Jumping? For, so when I, when we were younger, we had McDonald's actually. It was close to us in Brooklyn Park off 85th. And we'd always get the number two. Yeah, two che- yeah. only cheese. Right? Yeah. So one time we went there and plain cheeseburger, right? Yep. So it actually happened twice within like actually a year, and both times, plain cheeseburger. You get the you got the burger wrapped, no burger, just <laughs> cheese and bun. Oh, that happened to you gotta us. You got to go back. That you happened go to back. us at yeah. the France yeah. McDonald's in That's Bloomington. That's the worst McDonald's yeah. in the it's world. It's the worst McDonald's yeah. in the world. I still remember this as a kid. My sister liked uh, just a cheeseburger with pickles. Yeah. And so my dad, in oh. his infinite wisdom, I want just pickles, just pickles, opens it up, pickles. Just pickles. <laughs> yeah. Are they wrong or is that – I mean, it might be on us a little bit too. Yeah. I don't have – uh, to me, the, the, the food thing, and I'm not sure if we touched on this show. I'm sure we've done it in our 10 minutes or with somewhere with Peter. If it has tomatoes on it, it's, it's going back. Oh, Miranda's like that with lettuce. Uh, yeah. If it's with a hot food. Yeah. yeah she hates that. Yeah. No, no, no lettuce, no lettuce on like a hamburger. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Absolutely gross. Um, or like a taco. I'll eat that. That's fine. Yeah. Because the cold's up here. The hot's down there. That's sure, fine. sure. But don't mesh them together. So there's there's that. So we got a uh, some a lot of hot takes for today's show. And some lettuce. And some lettuce. <laughs> Lots of it. Let's kick it off. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Boys High School Rink of Fire podcast. Tonight's pod is sponsored by Jack's Cafe. Three generations of great food for any special occasion. The Red and Black League, the largest boys and girls high school league in Minnesota. And Summit Orthopedics, 11 locations throughout the Twin Cities and specialists ready to treat any sports injury. And now, here's Danny, Carl, and Tony. Is a burning thing, and it makes a fiery ring bound by wild desire. I fell into a ring of fire. Well, uh, good morning, boys. Uh, Danny, how are you doing today? 
I'm doing good. Doing and good. we have a very special guest today. Carl's out. Filling in for him is the capable Aaron Fulton, head coach at Eastview. How are you doing today, Coach Fulton? Doing well, guys. Happy to be on the show. Uh, happy to join our, uh, you didn't see where that cold open coming from a mile away, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> you handled it, you handled it better than me. Caught me off guard. Well, I, 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 I it's better off guard, I think. Yeah. It's way yeah, more natural. It has to be, you know, a little bit, like, you know, spontaneous. I said there. the same thing. Just, just bring it on. Um, so fun show today. Uh, you're going to join us. Um, we don't expect you to do any cross country skiing on the show today. <laughs> Um, but a lot of downhill, I'm sure. Um, we're going to talk about Eastview a little bit as we just kind of weave that through. So no official interview with you today, but uh, I'm sure you're going to be able to uh, chime in on a few different topics, um, especially uh, this first bit of news that we have for yep. a couple bits of news here. Jackson Nevers uh, commits to... Um, with Minnesota. Minnesota, where that's where we knew he always wanted to go. Yeah, it's not a surprise. Um, I believe when he was meeting with us uh, a couple weeks ago, he already had offers from Wisconsin and St. Cloud and turned them down, which I thought was a very Nevers-like move. What is your take on that, Aaron? I mean, he's he's a terrific player. I mean, I think you look at guys that, you know, around, you know, obviously that are committed to the U right now, he's he's a guy that I think is fits – their needs like he's a he's a 200 foot guy he's smart um plays extremely hard and i enjoy watching his brother obviously playing there now but um i think he's a good fit for that program and kind of gives them that secondary type of play that they need to help their you know top skilled guys be be who, be who they need to be hey, interesting thing about jackson and, and again like teddy as well and and javon these kids are oh fives they're only going to have two more years of juniors after this you know so it, it to me it's interesting for these guys they'll be ready after their senior year they'll they'll be ready to go they'll they'll have two years of juniors after their senior year of high school and i think it's a big part of that is like they got these guys they're going to come in they're going to be high, they're going to be college ready in a couple of years yeah, I think it's it, those two years of transformation are key. I mean, I, I've had the pleasure of kind of seeing some guys that are now at the program and being able to go back there in the fall with some of the stuff I do with, with the Blades, um, just seeing their body transformations and, and kind of who they're becoming as young men. Like, it's they're ready for the next step, and obviously a little different scenario. But, um, yeah, these guys are getting – Obviously, the things that they need, and then going into their junior programs, they're going to be able to develop into the players that the U needs them to be and, and the players they want to be. All right. Um, that's the first thing. Uh, Eric Zimmerman from our staff uh, pointed out some changes, Danny, to what the section playoff dates and locations and evenings might look like. Tell us what that looks like. Okay, so some of it has changed, some of it isn't, but at least um, so we can all be on the same page. Three um, AA, which Eastview is in, their semifinals will again play on Friday night. Which with- I love that. Do you like that, Aaron? Yeah, it's 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 incredible. It's it's the nice thing about the doubleheaders. You can see two good games. Um, there's a there's obviously a five thirty and a seven thirty. But I think last year playing the late game can get you know a little bit because you're you're restless and ready to go. So hoping there's there's no overtime. But the atmosphere in there is is great. It's loud. It's chaotic, and the turnovers you know from stu- other people will be there too. So it's it's great. And that one, again, will still be at Braemar. Um, and then we'll go to 4AA. They are playing their semifinals on Wednesday night of finals week. 
And that will be a back-to-back at Aldrich where they were doing a Tuesday and then a Wednesday, and now it is just back-to-back at Aldrich. Will their finals be on Friday as well? Yeah, that that hasn't changed. That I don't think Whistler would change that. Ever. Ever. That, Ever. It, it, That's there's their two, thing. It's their thing, and they draw the crowd for that. And yep. it is They're f- The Friday night finals. Yeah, right? yeah. When is the three double A final? Oh, that's going to be like that Wednesday or Thursday. So that's right? that's what we were talking before the show. So three double A's final now is on Wednesday. It traditionally has always been a Thursday, but mm-hmm. since they are now playing at Braemar, and what is it? Two double A is playing at Braemar. So yep. Wednesday will be three double A at Braemar. Thursday will be two double A at Braemar and six double A. Is at, still on Wednesday. Oh, it is okay. At big. Okay. All right. Good. good. Um, okay. and then for the semifinals in two double A and six double A, the one four game is the new one four five game is at noon at Braemar, and the two three is at four at Braemar. That doesn't change, does it? That doesn't change. That's been no. kind of consistent that two double yep. A has gotten that. And, and then where's big? What's big? And so big. The one four game is. Three and the two three game. It's a seven. That's always seven. been that way. Yeah, and, and yeah. I'm using one four and two three in yep. heavy quotes on yep. these, but yep. just so we're aware. Um, five double A. The one four game is now at Fogarty at three. Instead of wasn't at Roseville? Nope, Champlin. Champlin. It was at the oh, Ice yeah, Forum. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the two three game is at seven um, at Fogarty. Fogarty. Yeah, because th- Blaine's out of it. Yeah, I think yeah, they're that's why they're able to move to Fogarty because Blaine's no longer part of that section. Which, which is good which is because good it's not Olympic. Olympic ice. Yeah. Right. And in the Fogarty's just like Braemar in a lot of ways. And I we still think, and you're a big Centennial guy, Aaron, we still think that that five double A semifinals is the best set. Would you would you agree with that? Maybe yeah, yours? Yeah. I don't know. And I well I I grew up at Champlain too, so we we played when it was at the forum too. So sure. and we used to have they used to have all four quarter final games there too. Oh, right. which was which was crazy. Like twelve, we used to go back and watch. And yeah, I mean, I five double A. I think for your money is probably you know one of the better playoff sections to watch. It I has so. to be. Yeah, it's gonna be great. All right, that's that's it for that's, the news. The, that's the news. I, I think right. seven has been consistent. Well, Eight. we also announced last week on the show that seven double A will be non QRF. No They'll have a meeting at. Yeah, Toby's. three double A is now cute. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you say if that came to happen? Would you rather have a coaches meeting or would you prefer a QRF? I prefer a coaches meeting. I mean, I, I think it's it's interesting because I think if you pulled all now seven coaches, I think you'll probably get maybe one guy that would like QRF. But I like a coaches meeting. All right, so tell me about your section. So everybody knows. Creton, Eastview, Rosemount, St. Thomas. Thomas, right? Tell me about some sneaky teams in there. I, I know that part we've been trying to get Park Cottage yeah. Grove's name said on the show each week. Um, are there any other sneaky ones in there that you don't want to play? Well, I think you got It's always tough, I think, for us because they're, they're in your conference, so you play them twice. So, like, you got Apple Valley, Burnsville, then you have Egan, um, and then we played Parks. We play everybody in our section. That's not the case for, for everybody in, in the section. Right. Um. I mean, I think playing a team three times is always scary. You know, whether you go two and zero, um, yeah. you know, or not. I just think it's you're playing the same team. You've been growing up playing against those same guys for forever long, and it's just you get to the playoff time and things just tighten up and get different. And it's a 
call here or there in special teams. But I, I do like we played Park la two weeks ago and I their first line and I mean they got at Rude and, and Corkish and they, they do have a good they have a good first line. Like they've had some decent close games and that's a sneaky team. Like that four or five game I think is always something you want to try to avoid. Right. Um just because now you're playing three games, three tough games, I guess I would say and to you get, might get be headed up. to that game. Let's hope not. But as of now, yeah. Um we got one more game with Rosemount. So And you play Creighton too. We play Creighton. Yeah. So I think, yeah, for us it's a little bit of a tough spot with some injuries here the last week. But um yeah, we got we got good things ahead of schedule where we can hopefully rip off some wins and, and be in the be in the conversation. All right. So can we do the our, our uh red black sponsor now? But sure. He's, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, our, he's yeah. gonna be our coach's guest. He's yes. gonna be a red black yes, that's guest right. as opposed to coach's interview. And we got a lot out of him about Eastview now, so we can <laughs> qualify that as a red black league. Uh thanks to Red and Black League for their sponsorship of today's show um and for the entire season and for seasons. Beyond Seasons, yes. Beyond Seasons here, the OG sponsor for our show. Uh, it's a great uh, program for kids to play off-season in the spring or off-season in the fall. There's an opportunity for just about everyone of every age and ability to play for the Red Black Leagues. Check them out at redblackleagues.com. All right, ready to go. Games, games of the past. Games of the past. Um, has everyone gone to the bathroom? Has everybody got a drink of water? It's a big game to the a past. Long list. It, well, we didn't have a snow day this week. No. How has that affected you? Uh, that's what's kind of throw that in there. The snow. Yeah. Have you been hammered pretty hard by well, it? I was telling Danny. So we we tr we traditionally don't play in a Christmas tournament. So we had our game canceled against Gentry on December twenty first. Mm -hmm. We didn't play that whole week, and then we were supposed to play Shakopee coming out of the the new year on the second. And that got canceled, so we hadn't played a game for almost three weeks. Really? Um, yeah. And now we've played. We we're playing four games in six days. So oh. it's it is what it is. Um, it's tough. Like I said, we we've had a few injuries, so it just kind of topples on it. But yeah, I mean, it, everybody has to deal with it. But I I think like when you look at it and you see Hermantown drive down to play Rosemount, but somebody can't drive twenty minutes <laughs> over to play you. It's I don't know. It's it's not my decision to make, but interesting. Uh, I don't normally have um, our guests repeat something, uh, but if you could say that just one more time. When you see Hermantown drive down to play Rosemount. I, I talked to Coach Andrews about that yesterday. It's and unbelievably good is what I'm saying. Like the Montemedi Hill Murray one is to me the worst of them all. And I think that might have been on the girl's side, but it doesn't matter. No, Montemedi in Stillwater or no, something? No, Montemedi Hill got yeah. canceled. Yeah, it did. It did. And Coach Lechner goes, there's some kids from Matamita I could carpool with our guys from Hill Murray to the game because they're from the <laughs> same neighborhood, right? And then there was like a girl's side one. It was Mound West Tonka versus Orono. Orono. Yeah. Dude, they border each other. I mean, that's yeah. ridiculous. Kenny, some of these Kennedy and Jefferson's gonna yes, can. Kennedy can't Jefferson canceled. That would be the worst. <laughs> that would be the worst. We can't get down old Shakopee. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's been hard. Yeah, but it, it does. And it, it does make an impact because now you're you know you try to replicate those things in practice, but you can't. You can't get a, you can't get a live game rep feel for that stuff. So, um, yeah, it's just something we have to deal with. And now playing a lot of games over the next you know month and a half, hopefully we'll get us ready for the stretch. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Okay. I'm ready for this stretch. Stillwater 4, Cloquet 3, overtime. I'm liking Cloquet a little bit more. A little bit. Not a, a lot bit of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, game I was at, Centennial 6, Champlin 3. 
Centennial went off to a pretty good lead to start, and then they started coughing that back up. This and- would be the Aaron Fulton Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, b- both teams have actually, I think, been been up and down. Champlain's kind of been on the rise a little bit. I did actually catch a little bit of that game. Um, power Centen- play. Centennial's power play, obviously, with those the Blair and Searles. I mean, and they're, we played them earlier in the year, and my assistant coach was, do those guys ever come off the ice? And no. I said, no, they don't. But <laughs> I mean, they're every time they touch the puck, they they make something happen. But I like the ch- champ on the Ron kid, and and yep. they have some good depth. And the Williams kid, they they tend to have a pretty good team. I think they gave Rogers a little bit of a they did a little bit of a run too. So that's a team I think down the road in playoffs too would be someone you maybe want to try to avoid as well too. But both right. teams, well, and it's a team with a lot of heart yeah. too that doesn't quit. And that's what I noticed in this game is yes, they went down early, but then they started clawing back. And unless uh, Centennial scored a good goal. And that's when, in the third, it was just like, ah, uh, it's over now. Yeah. I saw Champlain in the Christmas tournament. I mean, I know they beat they beat Hill and then Rosemont, and they, they just seem to play. They play hard. They play, they're play they tough to play against. So that's a recipe for keeping you in games and trying to win at the end. I think they might end up playing Maple Grove. Yeah, which should that's be a good game. That's an upset yeah. waiting to happen, right? it, It's an upset that has happened. Yes. Um, okay, Chanhassen 3, Orno 1. Um, Orno really just hung in this game, and uh, they were in it the whole time. You but know, Danny, should the fourth ranked double A no, team no. play that close to the fourth ranked no. single A team? No, I don't think so either. No, I just I, I don't agree with that. Um, and I'm not saying Chanson does not deserve to be the fourth ranked team. No, it, and Bradley Walker is a good player. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Mugas on D. I like got their goalie back yeah. now. So I think yeah. I think that team is there's some th- th- these not not that we're talking huge A here right now, but these three fours. Yeah. And then on this little number five East Grand team. Yeah. Oof. No thanks. Yeah, no, those thanks. aren't teams that you want to play right now. No. And, and you can't no, overlook you. them too. And no. and Chanhassen will have a softer schedule going out. They just yeah. have, you know, two Benilde games and you never know what you're gonna get with Benilde this year, too. And they got Orno again. And they got Orno again so, at Orno yep. too. So yep. it, it, it'll be interesting to watch how they perform the rest of the way out. Because they could be a one loss team theoretically going in the sections. Mm. And that's crazy to think yeah. about, too. Yeah. All right. Minnetonka five Eastview nothing. That one hurts. <laughs> <laughs> well, can we get a play by play recap of that one? Yeah, I mean Minnetonka's as advertised. I mean, obviously a ton of skill. When I when you look at their line chart and you see their third line guys with seventeen, eighteen points, um, you know you're in for a you know you're in for a grind of a night. But yeah, I mean they're they're just they they do they're they're well coached. Um, you know their special teams are really good. You know what? It was a pretty close game. I mean, through through two periods. Um, obviously, shots were were probably wouldn't be indicative of that, but um, you know, definitely a team that you watch the skill on the team. It's you know, from my side, <laughs> it's it's fun to watch, right? They're moving yeah. their their puck movement is great. Um, they got guys that seem to buy in as well too. So just a tough team to play, and obviously, a, a, you know, a state title contender. All right, Creighton six, Montemidi two. I thought this was a good win for Creighton. Uh, yeah, it's a great win for Crete. Yeah, they. I think they need to get wins like this rolling, especially for this team to just keep coming together right now. How many times have you seen Creighton play this year? Live once. I've oh, watched them probably. Really? I mean, I don't have a life outside of my kids and my job in hockey, so I've probably <laughs> seen them play uh, five times outside of that. When, when they're going, 
Is it the second line that's the key to their team, or what, what makes them such a tough out? Yeah, I mean, I think obviously their first line and Fisher are, are you know, everyone knows about them, but I think if you shut them down and, and you can neutralize their second line scoring, I think they're beatable. But I think if that second line's going, it's they're tough to beat. I think goaltending is something where, you know, it, when it comes down to it, I think at the end of the, you know, and then when we played them last year, I thought their goalie was was really good and the chances that we had. So I think it's just a calm, but that first line is dangerous. I mean, I think keep them off the power play. Um, but obviously I think coming down the stretch, they're going to be a, a force to be reckoned with. And the one thing Funk and Nico are doing right now is they're rolling four yep. and they're rolling um, six uh, clear D. And so yeah. the bench, I would assume, will tighten uh, come section time. And you'll see fish out more. You'll see Chuck out more and and stuff like that. So uh, I, I think they're prepping themselves really well right now in in that way. All right. And I like that. I think it's, it's something where coaches don't do that often enough, right? Where you're, you're building confidence on those other guys because injuries happen too. And you want to build that, build that confidence in those other guys. And because you may need them when it matters. Yeah, I agree. Mount West Tonka seven, Litchfield one. That was Mm. a, that was a, why? What? Mm, wow. <laughs> the two A. What the heck's yeah, going on? Two A grab bag just gets bigger and bigger with each score. It, it just doesn't that's make not even sense. a three to one score like we're used to. Yeah, I know. I know. Oof. All right. Uh, Shock P seven Rosemount three. Good what? win for Shock. God, there's here. a lot of scores. Yeah, that one's solid. Um, and we'll get to another Rosemount score in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hutch, um, five Southwest Christian overtime. Yeah, I sorry, I didn't write down this one. So. I think it was overtime. It was at Richfield. Emmett Ryder got the game winner. Uh, Emmett's a kid that I think I've talked about on the show a couple of times. He was a Austin Maple Grove kid, and his dad was from Hutch. And all of a sudden, I see him on a Hutch lineup. Dad must have moved back home, or whatever. It was uh, the dad's a good guy too, and I think uh, it's, he's probably having a Great time playing for the Tigers. Yeah, so Southwest Christian, actually, um, five to four. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. All right. Um, loss to Hutch. and um, But Southwest Christian is five, four, and four. That's a weird record. That's a weird I record. That's a play. two-way record, right? Yeah, yeah. I saw them play against Providence Academy, which is another team you just cannot put your fingers on. I mean, you cannot figure them out. Fergus Falls four, Little Falls two. Ooh, Fergus is stringing together wins here, uh, and hats off to them. They lost so much. That was in our pickums last week, which we did not announce, even though I we haven't okay. done pickums yet. That's okay. That's okay. All right. All right. Um, War Road seven, Roseau four. I think I called this game. I think I so. I, I did the broadcast. <laughs> that was like four days ago. It feels like four months ago. I was thinking in the last like 10 days, how many of these towns have we been through? Oh, it's just <laughs> absurd how many. Is that at Roseau or at? That was at War Road. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about that game, Tony. Uh, it was just one of those games where, you know, the world would get ahead by two goals, um, get ahead by three goals, and then it would be two. And then it'd be three, and then it'd be two. And it'd be th- like, yeah. Rosa could just not make a game out of it. I mean, an exciting game out of it. But there was one play 
um, where it was a two goal game, and then Hammer stopped a power, you know, a breakaway goal, and then Warrow came right back and scored. I'm like, well, there it is. It's all over. Yep. It was talking to a uh, Rozo dad on the trip back, and he goes, My son came in, uh, got in the car, or got, got home or whatever after the game. He goes, There's just no way we're going to score seven goals on Hammer. <laughs> no <laughs> you know what i mean so it was six yeah it was six four when that happened right so they almost made it six five i mean we had kind of like one of those old-fashioned northern we had literally if that guy scored in the breakaway we had one of those old-fashioned you know eight seven type games on our hands it would have been really fun but you know and then and then jason got the hat trick and it was over now, here's a question for you. In that game, did they announce every goal as a war road, Hockey Town, USA, goal? Just stop. <laughs> stop. Remember now, I did the girls' game, too, and they won 7-1. to one. So I heard 14 times. A war road, Hockey, Hockey Town, Town, USA, USA brought to you by yeah. Marvin. It was... <laughs> Oh my gosh! It just stop. We know, okay? <laughs> we know. And we started making fun of it on by by the girls by the fifth girls goal. We started just riding, just ripping on them. <laughs> we were roasted Chris Jones pretty hard on his goal call, but it is it's his call. It's his but, call. But I'm glad that you picked up on it because that's completely independent of Peter and I. Because by yeah. by the tenth goal, we were like, please not yeah, this time. Please not this time. Will oh, and I yeah, were we like, did it again. yeah, yeah. You know? It was we. It was my first ever game at the gardens this week so and yeah. the thing is he's really good yeah yeah i'm not good I'm, pa guy I mean, he's yeah. got it but yep we know we know it's hockey town okay? well yeah. no one here is going to dispute that okay so if you go to an eastview game you get told the rules of the minnesota state high school league do before you do the it? game you bark yeah, you what's because they got the guy your ad is like mr he, he, he says it every time. Guy, isn't he says he? it. I know. I'm, uh, every time I'm. Who's your AD? Uh, What's his name? Uh, Mr. Percival. Matt Percival. Yeah, Matt yeah, Percival. Guy. Yeah, Blue yes. Guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, our, our rink guy is great, but yeah, every time it's the it's the whole announcement. I'm like, we got to get going here. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, he's he's great though. It's, I mean, like it's one thing like Waro does the uh, Native American prayer. Sure. Before. That's cool, yeah. right? Yeah. But. We shouldn't be doing an MSHSL prayer. I mean, no, like, no, no, <laughs> no fighting, no yeah. bad <laughs> cheers, or you will be escorted out of the rank. This is a, a fair play contest. No spitting in the bleachers. Yeah, I mean, like let's go through all the other like, things. Okay, right? do they still do that before every state tournament game though? Too no, no. Did no. they, they not used to? They used to remember they used to. Remember the editions where they, the players they really would read, read it? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, my god, yeah, yeah. the pain, <laughs> the pain, like. Oh, it was painful to watch those. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, the reading off of the piece of paper. Now you put it in the hands of a hockey boy or a hockey girl to read. I'm like, oh, this is good. <laughs> put your best reader up there. All right, keep going. Chan has him four prior like one. This is another Chan score that if you're the number four team in the state, you one loss, like you this. pump teams. You got to pump teams. That's Even if it's prior like. You just... Even if it's prior like, that's just all I'm saying. Is yep. Watch for the scores that aren't pumped from Chanhassen, and then tell me if they're the number one team in the state. That's all winning. I'm just win, baby. Yeah. All so, right. Andover four Centennial one. Good win for Andover here. Yep. Um, yep. 
Hermantown four, St. Cloud Cathedral one. This Much closer score than that. Going one to one into the third period, and finally the levy broke. I think at thirty seven. Nolan Barker had two goals in that game. Nolan's one of my all time favorite Hawks. Just a great <laughs> kid. He had two goals, which I love seeing that. You know. Okay, and then Lakeville North two, Eastview zero. <laughs> Quietly, quietly, quiet week for the Lightning. Well, it was it was it was interesting just because it was one of those games where you've been around long enough where, you know, shots were in our favor, um, and it was like seven minutes left, and the the Lakeville North kid kind of turned around and shot it, and our defenseman tried to grab it, and oh, Jay boy. was going the other way, and I looked up just in time to just see it roll in because our oh. goal, it just it was just one of those games where you're like, we had countless opportunities probably four or five posts and just the hockey guys weren't with us that day it was just one of those games but they they play well like i got a lot of respect for taylor and and combo over there like they get those guys to play they lost obviously one of their guys to juniors and they've continued to be tough to play against right and that's what you have to do at this level so yeah but a game we should have probably won orin 05 delano one which is a really important score. It's a very important score for Orono. We know who one is. We know who two is. Yes. Now, right? Yeah. And then three through ten. Just grab it out just of the bag. reach into the bag, Ooh. and there's your three. Yep. Yep. Rogers six, Champlin five. Ooh. A good score for Champlin here. Yeah. 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 And this is, again, going to, yeah, Champlin might not have won this game, but when the sticks get tighter... And Champlin has less to lose than you do. I don't want to play Champlin. Who's the five seed up there? Totino? Yeah. Uh, Totino? Yeah. Totino. Yeah. Totino. And, and they have no wins against any of the above no, them, right? No. Now, do they play? Do the teams in that section play yeah. them? Yeah. yeah. Their conference. Their conference. conference. Oh, in that yeah. conference. That's right. It, okay. Yeah. But it doesn't. Yeah. They haven't, they haven't, they haven't it, hit our radar yet. I haven't set a Totino score. No, right. Yeah. Okay, all right. Oh, here was news and nuggets. Midterm Central Scouting came out, and we didn't even talk about that. Totally. No, we normally do. Yeah. That used to be our big yeah. show. Yeah, right? but um, uh, Moore was the top Minnesotan, right? Yeah, Oliver Moore was the top, um, and the top high school player was Jason Chagabay. Yeah. In the 60s, wasn't yep. he? Yep, 66, I want to say. Yep. Um, okay, Rosemount for Lakeville South 3. That one, it's a great win for Rosemount, but it's a head-scratcher for Lakeville South. Could Rosemount win your conference? Uh, eh, it's kind of all, it's actually all kind of just, it's actually all, probably four or five teams are still in the mix right now, because probably Lake yeah. was up, probably Lake was up at the top. Um, <laughs> oh, really? But yeah, it's, it's, I think right now everybody's, I think there's probably four or five teams they could. They could Shakopee. Shakopee's probably actually yeah. at the top right now. Yeah. So, yeah, it's up for anybody at this point. Talk about grab bags. Yeah, that, is, that conference yeah. is a but grab bag. A, but it's, it's, it's a huge section for three double A and not necessarily, maybe a little bit of one double A too. Yeah, a little bit just because the Lakefields play each other. Right, right. Okay. Um, Roseville four, Stillwater one. There it is. That's, there it is. That's what is the score? There it is. What is the score? Oh, it gets better with Roseville. Yeah, it, it gets does. better. And this is a section score, too. Okay, so the, until it gets better, um, or actually gets worse yeah. for Roseville, they had tied uh, Creighton, Creighton, right? Yep. And then beat Stillwater within the five-day span. Yep. Yeah. What if that doesn't tell you something? And then we'll get to a later Roseville score. 
it tells you how crazy this season is and how crazy playoffs are going to be. If you're a high, yeah. high seed, the only thing, the only advantage you have is the last whistle. After that, I think it's out no, the door. I, I agree. I think it's the parody this year specifically is it's great. I mean, it's. I think there's going to be. I don't. If somebody can predict what's going to happen, I'd like to know. But it's <laughs> it's going to be crazy. I agree. So here's something. Now Stillwater and Hill play this week. Stillwater and White Bear will play again. Okay, now if Hill loses to White Bear in Hockey Day, okay, Hill is the third seed then. Mm-hmm. If Stillwater wins the uh, White Bear and the Hill game, they're the one seed. They would have to be even with right. this loss. Yep. Does that push Gentry to the five seed and Roseville to the one seed? Four seed. Yeah, yeah, Don't four seed. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. sorry, seed. sorry, sorry. Like, because they beat the one. If you it's, said the one, yeah, I was no, like, No, no, they beat the one. That was what was going on in my right. head. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That might put put them up there, or at least a legitimate argument in the coaches' meeting. Yeah, absolutely. Does Jetchy and Roseville play? I don't, uh, do. I don't think they do. Um, okay, St. Thomas 3, Hill Murray 1. That's with an empty net and without Miller, Seidel, and Ingerbritson. Now, okay. Erickson stood on his head for most of that game, but St. Thomas, you got to score more than two goals, even strength, or you know, without an empty Aaron, you had a hot take before we hit the recording on the difference between St. Thomas last year and St. Thomas this year. You want to let us know your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I just I, I thought when we played them earlier in the year, um, and I was able to watch the watch the Cretan uh, STA game the week before um, before we played them, and I just I thought just their transition game and their compete um, structure wise, I just thought they they looked. Um, much different than maybe what I saw in the in the section semifinal the year before, um, and no discredit to to anybody that came before, but I just thought they they played a little bit of a different style um, that maybe even caught us off guard a little bit, um, where they were just extremely structured and really good um, everywhere they went. It was made it tough on us. So, um, and they've continued to do that. I think their D have continued to play heavier than last year too. And it's very evident. Yeah, and they're young. They got some young guys back there too, and and they're they're long and they're they're tough and they're skilled. And yeah, I mean it's it's something where and you had the Deets kid too. I mean it's they they've done a good job there of of those guys are playing the right way, and that's half the battle. Yep. All right. Holy Family three, Eden Prairie two. This is a bad loss for EP, but a good win again for Holy Family. Now they've beaten EP and they've beaten Edina. They're about to win the Lake Conference again. Yeah, um, and we'll have uh, Ryan Coring on later, and he'll talk a little bit about his team. So, yep, uh, Rock Ridge eight, Providence two. I'm glad you put that on that list because what do I? I don't know if I learn anything. From I don't that. think I learn anything either because we know that Rockridge isn't even in the same sentence as Hermantown. No. Right? We we know yeah. that, right? They're competitive so, with Denfeld. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so uh, I, I, it's a it's a real handsome score for the Wolverines, but at the end of the day, we still know nothing about Providence. Providence is either a team that's going to win and you're going to be like, "Oh, yeah, that's Providence," or they're going to lose in a running time game like this and it's like what they've, is that team? I would like to see there how many running time games they've had uh, both against ways. them. Yeah, for yeah. against it's that's rare. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know that I've been a part of one this year. But like, it's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Either way, yeah. But yeah, you they, should they're never a railroad have team. That many either ways. No, it's just rare. And that tells what, you something why, about what Providence is. Yeah, that that's what that makes doesn't bode well for the playoffs. 
No, I think that's a negative for the playoffs. I think it is, too. All right. Um, Edina, four. St. Thomas, one. So, Edina with the season sweep on St. Thomas. Mm -hmm. Um, But when they played the first time, Edina matched up better, I thought. And I would assume that's what happened in this one, too. Um, Duluth, Denfeld, seven. Little Falls, five. And this was going back and forth the whole way. Little Falls? Little Falls. Really? Yeah, I know. So, Andy Larson, right? Yeah, hey, I'm Den- sure he had <laughs> probably <six> points. <laughs> at least. Kid's a beast. And so Absolute beast. He is lighting it up right now for yep. Denfeld. Um, Could the- he be a player of the year finalist? Is he a Mr. Hockey finalist? I mean, think about that. Yeah. Yeah, as we start to kind of finalize our list for Mr. Hockey. I mean, Hockey, talk about given nothing. Yeah. <laughs> if you play at Denver, you've been given nothing. There's no free rides for that kid, right? He's yeah. had to earn every layer to yeah. where he's gotten. I like stories like that. Yeah, it's kind of like a George Grannis. Uh, yeah, for, well, yeah, uh, but he played Marshall. At Marshall. I, I know, I know, but it's I mean, kind of like given a, a few things if you went to Marshall <laughs> and grew right? up in Orono. Right, and grew up in Orono. I mean, he'd be able to give a couple things. Yeah, Andy Larson, kid. I'm, it's a good story. It really is a good really story. good story. Um, Mankato East five, Mankato West two, and Friday Night Ice, the third edition. Yeah, uh, interesting because West completely outplayed East in, in the, the first. first Period and a yeah. half, and they were winning every race, doing everything, and all of a sudden, and it was so funny. Is like you know how you see sellies these days, where the guys go jumping in the glass and and doing all this fun stuff. Maybe even go skate to your student section, whatever. All that crazy metro stuff. Mankato's got a new set of sellies where they don't celebrate at all. Literally, <laughs> this kid went top shelf short side, and he was like this. Do you want me to he stay out there even or go on the back? He his shoulders. He's like, oh. been there before. And I think he was. I think he was just like, I think it was premeditated. Like, okay, when I score against West, yeah. I'm gonna just make it look so easy that it's gonna hurt them even more by doing that. It was classic. Just, uh, Shea Gavin's the kid's name, and I yeah. think he had a Texas hat trick in the game. He yeah, had four. four goals and came in with five on the year. So. Yeah, he yeah. was, and, and he was the poster boy as a kid on our. Or, uh, Defenseman, too. So four yeah, goals from a D. It's good. Yeah. Really good player. Um, Moundsview, four, Stillwater, three. Section game. See, I got to write those guys down, too. I mean, you got to start. Team. You start looking through the mystery teams. Like, Moundsview's one of them. They've got yeah. some good wins now. And good young players. Rose, yeah, very good young players. Roseville's got some a good team. Yeah. They've, they've beat legit teams. You know, and now and then Eastridge just beat Roseville. So now you got to go study up on Eastridge. They're not, are they in your section? No. No, they're, they're the, four. Yeah. They're in four. I get them mixed up. Yeah, Woodbury and yeah. Eastridge. I yeah. Think, I think Fort Double A for the first time in a while is, I mean, you talk it's, about wide open. Like, I yeah. Think it's you know, wide it's, open. Yeah. I mean, in the, you know, you got your Stillwater White Bear and Hill Murray normally, but now I think with those other teams, like, it's, I think it's going to be a fun section. Yeah. Think about it. Eastridge. Woodbury have some real good Roseville. athletes on yeah. the team, right? Yep. And and then you throw in Roseville, like uh-uh. Gentry, Gentry. Yeah. Uh-uh. Gentry. I don't want anything to do with this section. Yeah, and, and you look. I at, bet you, I'll go right now. One of those top three gets bounced in the quarters. Yeah, I, I right. Wouldn't be surprised. White I wouldn't Bear, be surprised. Hill, yeah. right? Stillwater. They're all extremely vulnerable to get beat in that first round. So what is Coach Lechner like? He likes. Hard at the start, 
easy at the end, right? So his team can gel. Well, his team has been injured for yeah. the majority of this year, and now you're going to insert three forwards that all have personality because they're all very good. That's that's a recipe for disaster at the I end of the so season. It's going to be tough. It, but, you know, he's in the Hall of Fame for a reason. He is. He is. Um, Rogers three, Maple Grove three, overtime. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. I, I did get a text um, last night or this morning yeah, uh, that there may have been a disputed goal. Like one of the two goals, one of the three goals, I think it was Steenerson scored, but they, uh, many of the Rogers people feel as if it might have been a no post? goal. Like a no post? Goal. I have no idea. Okay. Um, because Jazzy was there, this is a game that will lead into a, our final Friday Night Ice. So he was there collecting video assets, and people were asking if he had video <laughs> feed of this. I'm like, well, why? I mean, this is not Toronto, yeah. you know? It's even worse at the youth level. Yeah. We'll be broadcasting the game. <laughs> I'm like, can you go back and review that? I'm like, no, we're not reviewing that. There's no camera above the net. <laughs> and just it's just here for your amusement. These broadcasts. Ref puts on headphones. Yeah, <laughs> comes out. No, no goal. No, we're not doing that. So, all right, next game. Um. Well, one thing about this game is now the one-two spot is still, still wide. up in the air. It's gonna be Friday night ice. ice. That's yeah, that'll be a good game. Yeah, is that, is that the last week of the year? Yeah, uh, February third. February 3rd, that Friday, at Bloomington. So you could probably come up and oh, yeah. check that one out. Have to. Friday night? If yeah. you don't have a snow reschedule. Yes. Let's <laughs> <laughs> hope that. Forecast looks good. It's been looking good. Yeah. yeah. I've never been so into weather than the previous three <laughs> weeks in my life. <laughs> funny sidebar, not that it matters, but going back to the East-West, we didn't get our B-roll footage for our brotherhood story for the East-West We didn't until the Albert Lee... Uh, which was a good win, by yeah. the way. Albert Lee over Mankato West yeah. that night, the Thursday yeah. before Friday Night Ice. And I had not even seen the Brotherhood video that I wrote and directed. I did not see it <laughs> completed. And I, Allie, the she's like, well, what's the video like? And I'm like, I haven't seen it. We're going to see it right now. You know, We're it watching it together. 11th hour, <laughs> and that's because of this weather. Yeah, yeah the weather. Literally, we had an East-West game in May, uh, December 22nd. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. You know, Kayla's down there last Saturday getting East and and Cathedral, and we got that one. I mean, it was just game after game after game getting canceled. Yeah. So it not just affects the players and the coaches, but it affects guess, the yeah. media and everybody. Yeah. Um, Grand Rapids, two, Moorhead, one. This is a – you're saving the best for last. That was juicy. Yeah. Yeah. That one, I don't – I'm actually surprised that three goals were scored in this I game. I am, too. I, Moorhead can't score. <laughs> Rapids can't score. No, and they both, both have, have great, great goaltenders. <laughs> What's your take on this one, Aaron? I, I just – I look at Moorhead. We go up to scrimmage Moorhead, too, and, like, they're they're really young. You know? Yeah, so they I, are. I, I do think when it comes down, Johnny will have those guys playing the right way at the end. So I, I think that's a team that I think will be – be there in the end. I mean, their section obviously is is not probably the strongest, but you know, I would assume that they get in. And I would they'll be too. dangerous in the yeah. tournament. They'll be an unseated. Yeah, it, but be unseated. their upside coming in at the end of the season is so much higher. Yeah. I, the Hill uh, uh, Moorhead game to end the year yeah. it's going to be really telling. Really telling. And so it always is, but I I think it will show us what's going on. Well, in Grand, right. in Grand Rapids, I mean, Gunderson's 
I mean, he's he's all world. Did you ever so coach I mean, him? Or no, but I mean, him? I've I've coached against him multiple times, even looking back to Bantams, and like that's. And I think their teams were always just okay, but he made them he made them so much better. So he's he's going to be a guy to how tough to get. He's past. great. What a fantastic athlete! Yeah, he he steals things. Yeah. Um. Okay. Then I will save the best game for last, and I'll go East Ridge five, uh, Roseville two, mm. and that's a uh, yeah. I, there, I looked up their record. I did check out Roseville's record sure. in Eastridge. Now I got to check out Moundsview now. Yeah, um, Eastridge is seven and six. Okay, that's not bad, right? Yeah. And this win over Roseville is by far their best win. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're coming. I love it. I love these guys uh, that put together like you guys. The, these are the, the coaches that are coaching Woodbury, yeah, and Eastview and Egan. Uh, you know, east side where a lot of these kids are going off to Creighton and they're going off to St. Thomas, they're going off to Hill, and you're left with everything that's left. These are the coaches that are really earning their money and the ones I have the most respect for who can go out there and put together a good team and have put together a good experience for kids. Yeah. So, um, Okay, then the last game, War Road 3, Hermantown 1. And you were there. Let's hear it. Um, this was the best game I've seen so far this year. Um, really? And so started off, um, well, first off, I want to say sorry to Will. that the Yeah, uh, I'm the, more sorry to Will than I am the yeah. other fans who didn't get a chance to hear Will because the kid was so He was so proud. Ready. So proud. Our, our broadcast bit the dust last night. So uh, Yeah, in the halfway through the first. Halfway group, through the first. first. The, the box that was taking the HDMI to from camera to computer yep. just... Done. This is just for anybody out there. Are there any conspiracy theorists? <laughs> <laughs> okay. The same exact bag that broadcasted yep. the Rosa World Games on Tuesday night is the exact same bag that went back up there to do it. So it's just it's a matter of technology. And it's, we tested it before we left. And it worked. And, and it was and working. It was working. <laughs> so it's not like we were trying to get half, two-thirds of the way through the third and pull the plug on the game. But know? So Minnesota TV was broadcasting. I'm sure they picked up a bunch of our listeners yeah, and viewers. It, Good for them. Good for everybody. That's the way I look at it. Well, and we're not going to fiddle around with a camera when we're there to watch a hockey game, too. Right. And, and, and that's day, more important. At the end of the day, media-wise, we did lose two followers last night because uh. we were able to block two people. That's <laughs> <laughs> a win. That's a win. a win. It's a win for you, us. You know, you know the trolls, and yep. you eliminate Goodbye. the trolls. Thank you. Okay, so that being said, um, War Road lets one in right away. It, it was in the first... I think two and a half minutes, hammer, soft goal. Um, whether that's because he didn't play against Crookston. That's because. That's why. That's <laughs> but why. Um, soft goal. But then he started getting easier shots on net and settled in, and he played fantastic. There was a one-on-o breakaway that just – he made it look so simple. It was just – he didn't even move. It was just right in the glove. And it was like – it wasn't that, you know, it was an easy save. He made it look so simple because he was just in the right – that was the only spot that the player had, and he just – okay, thanks. Well, I think we'll talk about this later with uh, Ryan Coring about how good the goaltending situation in Minnesota is. You have a great goaltender on your yep. squad. Um, we talked about Gundy already, but think about this. The uh, Halinka team, which is arguably the 17 through 34 – best players in the United States because one through 17 are already on the NTDP team. Two of the goalies were from MSHSL. Yeah. 
That's crazy to think. He had Which is not common for us. No. no, no. If he got one out of the three, that would be a, a huge victory. feather. Yeah, right. but and two I, is amazing. Yeah, and I even think like how we coach it these days too, where we talk to our players all the time, and it's like, listen, like it's hard to beat these guys with one shot. Like we talk a lot about the traffic and taking eyes away because they're too good to come down and and score on. I mean, and they're getting better. So I think it's a tribute to Minnesota. I think you always get being in the scouting world. I think Minnesota goalies often get overlooked because it's like, well, they're playing high school. They're not. You know, maybe as tested as much as the tier one guys. Not as but, many games. Yeah, you know, but I, I, we got a lot of. I mean, the guys that I know, like the Engemans and the Jay and Gunny, like all terrific athletes. You know, yeah. I think yeah. that's where I bet on an athlete every day, and I think those guys are all those guys have very bright futures. I did some interviews with uh, Jason and Hammer last week, yep. and and they're both great golfers. And and everyone might laugh at golf is not very athletic, but like Hammer, this is the most warroed thing in the world. Hammer couldn't go to sections because he had his Fargo uh, camp, <laughs> and and uh, Jason had qualified for state, so he did go to sections because he didn't have camp. Yeah. But he couldn't go to state because he had his Green Bay camp. Yep. It's the most warroed yeah. response ever, right? Where well, yeah, golf's important, but not as important uh, as hockey. DFL <laughs> or yeah. did yeah. not finish. Yeah, DNF. Yeah, DNF. Um, okay, so then to get back to the game, the game-winning goal was probably the best goal that I've seen all year. So Peyton Sunderland takes the puck off the um, far side, going up against the boards, and then he has Comstock rushing up, passes it over to Comstock, and then Comstock backhands it, no look pass to Hennon, who had Hen-um. also Hennum, sorry, that had also rushed up on the play. And these are second liners f- for War Road. And it was just bang, bang, bang. It, if you can watch the replay of this, if this was an NHL game, that would have been the number one play. It, it like it, it was that good. And it was such a backbreaker for I think for Hermantown at that point is now you have the second line who played excellent in the game and I thought that was the one of the if there was a keys to the game that would have been one of the keys to the game is who wins the second line battle and so one of the things that I noticed with Warroad's top line many top lines need to play with each other to be a good top line yep. these guys don't need to play with each other they're to, just good they're just good players Carson Pilgrim played outstanding. I think his game has it's funny stepped that up. You and I would have seen him play within four days of each other and have taken the same takeaway. It's like Lily, you don't need a scout's license to see this kid. His speed is amazing. Yeah. And, you know, vision, the he, IQ. He was a, he was a five nations guy. Yeah. We drafted him in Chicago. Like yeah. yeah. He fits, he fits our mold. Like he's smart, skilled, like sees things. Other guys don't like he's, and he's problem with him. Like you're up in the world. So people don't get, enough of an opportunity to watch him play you know he's but he's he's at advertise he's good yeah he, yeah his his selly game is one of the better sell i mean Lila, i think he's got like <laughs> 17 he's like all right which one am I? I mean, you know this we talk about the sellies like the mankato east kids not celebrating carson has got major game after the game he was in the in the lobby actually some of the gas station too he's got the <laughs> sparkled blazer oh he was wearing a purple suit Oh, my God. So he's not only got Sully game, he's got dress game, too. He's got drip. Yeah. Major drip. He's got it all. Um, One thing I will say is the refs were a little bit sus. There was Really? Yeah, there was some clear misses, like some offsides that 
were not called. And like, wasn't there one that was a high sticking though that was on would have been on Hermantown, but they like they took it away. No, so uh, that one. It was on the other side of the video feed, so I saw this one clearly. Shagabe got high-sticked, yeah. and that's what got called. But then there was probably something that happened afterwards, and then people thought it was the afterwards, but it was actually Shagabe getting high-sticked. But they didn't call the, a penalty. No, they did call a penalty no, on that. They, oh, I watched it. They oh, played five on five. They just like, just like, yeah, never mind. It wasn't okay, so there was a stick flip. Uh, you know how go underneath, yeah. stick yeah. it, and that got called against Hermantown. Later in the period? Warro stick flipped. Nothing. Nothing. And so it was kind of things like that. Look at Danny trying to, you know, stir it up between the communities right now. And, I like and so it. I, I've never done that in 12 years of YHH ever. <laughs> I, I will say I, I spent uh, quite a few years of my Bantam days up at the Stan Otsby in Rozo. And I think uh, average <laughs> average age of referee might have been 14 years old at times. So. <laughs> well, that's what, that's what I was thinking driving up there. It's yeah. like the population. stuff. And we're, and we're, we got, I mean, you got, I remember like, you got Osu Maple Grove playing Grand Forks, yeah, Centennial yeah. playing. You know, you're playing top. It's top competition up there, yeah. right? and it's just like you got these guys reffing. It's like nothing's going to end good here. No, no, no. I was I short, walked yeah. into the gardens on Saturday to interview Hammer, and there was a kid on the ice reffing. It looked like squirts. Yeah. It was turned out to be PVBs. I'm like, oh, how old is that ref? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, he's 14. Yeah. He's I'm like, five. yeah, in three years he'll be 14. <laughs> this kid was yeah. like 75 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> and if they had an adult he was paired with an adult but that kid should not be yeah. doing a peewee game yeah, yeah. Well, i think it's always crazy to think like you got like you look at you got like 60 games on a thursday or a saturday it's like how do you get the referees like yeah I mean, it's just it's a i mean it's a problem overall but think about up north too you know it's just it's, it's worse it's crazy to think like how they actually able to do it you know it's well, worse i texted uh, tony and jazzy on the way up that from Gregula, Bemidji to Gregula, I probably passed 10 cars. Yeah. Five dogs. Five dogs, and one was dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, then where are you finding the refs? Yeah. Uh, like forks. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's like, that's oh, the yeah. Part. Yeah. 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 Uh, I was, uh, I got a chance to meet a guy that's going to name Eric Martinson. He's an ath- oh, assistant yeah. athletic director at uh, UND, and he did the Section 8A final. And, yeah. Uh, I ran into Eric at the NCAA Final Four because he's on the on one of the committees there, and we were chatting about games that he did. And it's like, yeah, I did that game or whatever. And and I'm like, do you do a lot of games? I like, like eight to ten a year, you know, because it's like, yeah. but I do the good ones. Yep. Yep. And I definitely had that Thief uh, World Warwick. Final last year. So um, so the streak is finally broken, ten years and three days for Hermantown. I mean, and we'll never see something like that again. Um, but No. I, I think it's probably end end of the day. It's good for the program that it's you know over yep. because then the lore is over too. Yeah, I, I don't even think that streak is really that crazy. I, you know, I don't think it is either because for the majority <laughs> of that streak, like they weren't playing stiff competition either, and now they're playing stiffer competition Better. and yeah. less less class A teams too. Yeah, it's funny. I did speaking of block, this guy did not get blocked. Uh, I wrote on the the tweet to end the game that it's ten years, or whatever. And some guy from Dodge County, hey buddy, I know you got against Southern Minnesota. We did beat them, <laughs> and I'm like, oops, sorry. Yeah, regular season. Alex regular had beat season. them in the playoffs yeah, too. Yeah, like, lots uh, of teams have beaten them at the yeah. state tournaments. I, I don't know if they oops, were second, sorry. maybe once or twice or seven yeah, times. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they've lost a lot. To, yeah, in the state tournament, but not here. So. 
Um, Kate Kolhansky did not play in this game. So I was at, I'm wondering. Yeah, so yeah. he didn't play, but is he, how many goals is Cade worth? And that's, it's that's worth what one. I mean, he, he could be worth one. It's yeah. going to be, it's going to be, uh, this state tournament might be one of the better ones we've had. Friday, Friday is keyed for really a good, good Friday morning. Um, really it, good. And the other thing is too, um, with this, now I forget what I was going to say. You can't, huh? Sorry, yeah, yeah. I've cut you off. Yeah, you cut me off. I, I forget what I was going to say. I'm sorry. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah, sorry, it happens. Sorry. Well, good deal. Um, well, we'll take this thing, right? This. To um, rankings? Yeah, to rankings. Brought to you by Jack's Cafe. You have you ever been J- to Jack's Cafe? I have. Watch this. I'm going to huh. do a sales pitch here. Okay. Where's your guys' banquet? Is have you decided Jack's? where your banquet's going to be at? You didn't realize oh, you're going to no, sales we to, pitch. Well, we, yeah. I, do, I do know. We used to go to Crystal Lake, but now we're going to Valley Wood. Or Va- Valley, Valley Wood, just a country club, huh? Yeah. I mean, a little yeah. little golf course. You have to probably but bring I, your own food in. Yeah, you, like my. I my, have some ideas where you could maybe have your banquet uh, class things up a little I bit. Would, I would not. Few. I would not be opposed to that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're talking first class. Perfect. I mean, literally, think about this now. I got you here, and I, I'm not expecting you guys to change <laughs> your, you know, pull the plug on Valley Wood. But think about this now. The kids have played, you know. All the early morning practices, all the things that hockey is, all the things that they've done their whole entire career, and we're just going to go over to Valleywood and yeah. have some chicken. Well, culture there. Get them, get them chicken paradise over there. in Northeast Minneapolis. Yeah. Huge parking lot, a beautiful banquet facility, and you've, if you've ever had a steak there, the kids are going to eat right. It's some of the best food in the state. And, and the parents will walk out of that banquet going, we wrapped these kids' career up the right way. We didn't just, you know, yeah. you know, fling That's some, Eastview hockey. Some, yeah, let's do it. I yeah. Like it. Let's okay. do it. All right, so there's our sponsor pitch for Jack's Jack Cafe, Cafe, and I can't wait to get there. We're going to get there soon for a coach. Yeah, probably in a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. We're going to do a little, you know, brunch action. Couldn't have made me that one, huh? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. This is awkward now. Sorry. No, we're not doing sorry. that. No, we okay. There'll be no there, coach. There'll, there'll be, be no coach. coach. It'll be no just coach. be us. Randolph will probably be there. Won't be funk, though. Won't be funk. Yeah, He's we'll get funk and here. Rand. Yeah. Everybody Everybody will come. Sainty. Sainty will oh. probably Saint-y. be there. Don't make it Sainty. It's just Mosier. It's just a whole section. Oh, where's Fulton? Not here. We could make it. Change All right. Let's let's, let's rip through these really quick. Do you want me to go A first since we have a new this is our best bit of the week. Yeah, it's it's new and Carl is not here, so we don't have Carl's rankings, but we can tell you based on what we think Carl will do. Yeah, there can't be a lot of change because no one lost except Lakeville South. Yeah. All right. Class A. Yes. Ready for this bit? I'm ready. I'm ready. For this bit. Eric Bruce, hope you're listening. He's our class A guy. Danny and I have been telling him for months since the number one, one team in the state is number one. Warroad. Number one. Where is that I told you so button? I, I Where is it? I where wish. Where is it? Yeah. Because yeah. I told you that yeah. Warroad was better. I know. I know. And we were right again. Thank you very much. Ooh. All right. So Warroad one, Hermittown two. New profile pick, too. I am, I'm sure there is. <laughs> I'm sure Monomedi and Orno are just. With all the yeah. with all the talk about World of Hermantown, they're just sitting in their weeds sitting right weeds. now. Just yeah, they're fine the weeds. with it. Yeah, just sitting in the weeds, playing tough competition. Yep. I mean, look well. at Orono in a, a two goal game with, with Chan. With Chan. 
All right, and here's another sneaky team. Okay, so then it's it's War Road, Hermantown, Mott, Orono. Everybody knows that. Has right? not changed. It hasn't changed. Won't change probably okay. for a while. Now East Grand Forks. And this is what I talked to the War Road staff after the game is Hermantown's got the easy walk. Yep. They yes. don't have the easy walk. They do not have the easy walk. So they'll have a tough game against Eastside, and that doubleheader is now looming to be a really yeah, nice, it's a home and home doubleheader. Yeah. Oh, it is? It's a home and home, so it's a Friday-Saturday. Okay, that'll be fun to watch. That'll yep. be fun to watch. Because so, of snow. snow. Okay, so there's, that's that's the fifth-ranked team is Eastside. Yeah. Uh, Sixth-ranked team is Northfield. No I can get behind there. that. Oh, for I, sure. Very much so. For sure. Um, number seven is Delano. I'm not there yet still. I, I just... Give me I haven't something. seen them play. So I, I have I seen them play. I'm not there it, yet. But give me a give me a good Delano score. I I think Fergus at number they had eight. A little bit of a run though before Christmas. Yeah, and now they've hit the skids a little bit. All right, uh, back to Fergus Falls at number eight. I think Fergus, you know, wins are wins right now. Well, would you? Well, they're easily the number one seed in that section. Easily now. Yeah, that'd be cool to see Fergus Falls in the state tournament. I would love to see the Otters. That would be really cool. Really cool. Uh, sp- uh, speaking of teams not going to the state tournament, okay. that would be Hibbing. Uh, they're number nine. Why? <laughs> why? Why? What? Why? Why are they number nine no. or why are they going to state? No. What? I, not Hibbing. Not Hibbing. I'm not a believer yet in Hibbing. No. I will be a believer in Hibbing. More of a believer in Thief River Falls than Hibbing. I, I just am. You think Thiefer Falls has a chance to go to state? No, more? I'm more of oh, a believer ranked. in ranked. ranked. Okay. Ranked. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Last but not least, number 10, Detroit Lakes. I think that's about right with them. Do Hibbing and Denville play? You like, would think. They would have to. Uh, think, yeah. yeah. You would think they would play because they're so close. Yeah. I'm just know? I'm just curious on that because. Right, you look that one yeah. up. And then I will precede this by getting us into our double A mix. They tied. See, there you go. Like uh, there you go. And, and we're looking. Uh, I'm going to recap since December 28th. Seven uh, one over Oatana. Three to two over Burnsville Apple Valley. Two zero over Proctor. Four nothing over North Shore. Seven five over Little Falls. Three one over Northern Lakes. That's Denfeld. They should be in. They should be in. Should you be know in. that's a good. Eric street. doesn't know much about hockey. I don't think so. He lives in Alaska. <laughs> I think we don't. We're not exactly yeah. sure Mystery. where he is. Mystery Alaska. We, I guess we we think he's there. Maybe he's there. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. All right. So that wraps up Class A. Um, any of these teams hitting your radar, uh, Aaron Fulton? Before he moved to Double A, I just think overall when I was looking at those earlier, I think it's it's shaping up to be a really good state tournament. I mean, with all these teams, I think that's what you're looking forward to. I mean, Friday should be great, but even the quarterfinals, which seem to be snooze fest once in a Sometimes, while. Sometimes, and either even, Yeah, section. and even here, like, yeah. I think you could probably see some teams that could make some noise, and I think it makes for a competitive tournament. Because throwing Northfield into that, yeah. and, and it makes it interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I think we were talking the other day, like, the 6-3 yeah. is going to be good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but does 6 well, play 3? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does yeah, 6 yeah, play yeah, 3 yeah, yeah. or true, does 6 true. play 1? Why don't they just do 1 through 8? Let's just get it out of the way. I think they're trying They've to... They've done to, it before. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, they did it when I was... It probably hurt someone's feelings, right? Wow. I mean, I think once... You can't rank once you players. Get, once you get there, I mean, I don't care if you're if you're ranked... Yeah, eight, yeah. That's eight especially eight in double A. Yeah, like, it does not matter at well, all. Well, the thing... I like the randomness, yes. Yeah. yeah. But I don't like how they're seated because yep. they're seated by the coaches in the tournament. Exactly. And that's the problem. Yep. Because Matchups come into play. Yeah, yeah there's just, agendas yeah. that yeah. happen that should be seated by 
coaches I'll not say, in the tournament like it, because like and then it would be more unbiased. It'd be fair. Remember the t- one through twenty four? Oh in the my ranks? Those gosh, are fun. Those that are, was I, that was that was awesome. Yeah, we're, for three seasons, PBAA and Bantam AA was managed by the co- myself moderating the coaches, and I think I changed in three years. So that'd be six deals. I changed one or made a recommendation, and the whole room agreed to it because it was of Ossie Maple Grove, uh, Wyzetta. Um, so they were like seven, eight in the one through twenty-four, and I'm like, ah, it looks bad, guys. If you take Ossie Maple Grove over Wyzetta, Wyzetta just beat them last night to win District Three. They went, oh, they did. Yeah, let's flip them. That was the only change in twenty-four <laughs> that I ever had any opinion on. I just moderated it, yep. and everyone came in ready, and it was great. But someone in Minnesota went, ah, this is too good. Yeah. Can't have too good. Well, and somebody needs to say that too. And I don't think that that uh, that language doesn't get said enough when it comes to these state seatings. And Just have an unbiased moderator. Yep. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, because uh, it doesn't seem like there's any unbiased moderating going on. St. Thomas has been jobbed a couple of times. They have, and that call it bias or what have you, but they have. And, and well, I think what does last that year, I mean, it was Gavin Thorson said it in our. In, in his interview, how they got screwed last yeah. year, and they did get screwed. Yeah. And actually, he goes, it helped us. Because they, they played the night up. game, too. And they played the night game the rest of the way, too. And I think that helped them as yeah, well. Yeah, I agree. I so, agree. anyways. All right, double A. Okay. A.A. Ron, you ready for this? Ready to roll. All right. Um, one is Wyzetta, no change. Win-win last week. We were assuming this for Carl. And yeah, it, I mean. It's a pretty good assumption based on how Carl does his rankings. Carl move Maple Grove with a tie to Rogers. I think he keeps them. I think he does, too. They had a win and a tie. Minnetonka went win-win-win. They stay yeah. the same. Chanhassen went win-win. Yeah. At number four, they yeah. stay the same. Edina had two wins. They stay at five, I would yeah, think. Yeah, I would think. It's, it kind of be a boring week for Carl. Uh, yeah. Although once he has to make a decision on 10, that's going to yeah. be tricky. So Andover won both of their games. Yeah. Uh, Benil did a double up on Chaska. 16-2 to two in goals. Oof. And then Rodgers can't really move. They tied the number two team, and they got a good win over Champlin. I, so think, I, think, you could, I think you could slide them the seven, uh, but that's personal. I don't I mean, think Carl. Flip them d- with Benil, do you I mean? don't think Carl would do that. Though. How could you move them, right? I, yeah. And then Lakeville South, they gone. They right? gone with they the gone. loss to Rosemount. They, they gone. They gone. So they would fall out. Creighton would slide up with two wins. You would have to assume. And then I think it's St. Thomas, and they, actually that fits Carl's narrative of St. Thomas and Creighton being close. They've split yeah. both games this year. That'll fit right. And it fits nice with the St. Thomas loss, teams falling forward, which Carl loves He's to do. He's very famous for, for that. that. Yeah, a but fall we forward. we looked at the 11 through 15, and none of those teams no, none have of them set know. the world on fire. Yeah, so. Stillwater had a terrible week. Yeah. Um, so they're <laughs> yeah. not going to jump <laughs> in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Eastview, terrible. <laughs> yeah. So. Because, look, if Eastview would have won those three games. Yeah. They would have been probably prob- 10. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it pains me to see nine and ten there, but I think I think I can agree with that. Yeah, I, I it's legit. It's legit. We'll so. see what Carl says in two days and see how much he dissents from what we're saying. But I think that would be it. Um, so Tony, um, what do we got coming up next? Well, we have our uh, Summit Orthopedics player interview okay. with Ryan Coring. Before we do that, we'll talk a little bit about our doctor who came to Friday Night Ice. His yes. name was Brent. Warner.
okay? So okay. I get these doctors, right? They got you got to go interview them, right? And you're always like scratching your head, like, oh, what am I gonna do? I got I got this doctor coming, I got this doctor coming <laughs> in, right? And you got a ninety other details you're doing. Then the doctor gets there, and now you're talking to a guy who's highly educated. He's got bedside manner skills like crazy. So now he can hold a conversation, <laughs> right? And he's actually probably got a pretty good story. And believe it or not, most of these orthopedic surgeons, they're all athletes. Yep. They're all former athletes. Yep. So I do a quick research on Thursday before the, the, the deal, and I look down. I'm like, okay, Brent Warner was an All-American pole vaulter at Duke University. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be interesting. And so I got a chance to talk to Brent, and just super nice guy, young un, uh, young 40s, like 41 years old, was a pole vaulter at Duke, got into pole vaulting because he couldn't really f- find a sport that he liked. He's from <laughs> Ohio. He, they had a series of pole vaulters at his school, and I was like, this is cool. So he went through, all, explained all that, and then we turned the camera on, and he just knocked the interview out of the park. Awesome. And fun fun to meet a guy like that and yeah. someone you meet. And, and just kind of goes to show you these guys are really, really smart and really good at what they do, and it's very easy to interview and makes our life at YHH better and a great sponsor for our show. And and uh, we'll learn about guys who really make a difference out there. So, cool. Well, Tony, why don't you take away this interview with Eden Prairie's Ryan Corey? All right, thank you, Danny, for that intro. Uh, we have Ryan Coring, senior defenseman, Colorado College commit, and the only senior on the Eagles squad this year. Welcome to the show, Ryan. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Good. You have pictures today, so we got to get you in yep. and out. What, what What do you do for pictures? The hair looks good. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Looks uh, washed. Hopped in the shower this morning. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Yep. Uh, but we're just we're going in front of our prairie. Yeah. School sign every year. It's a tradition. And uh, snap a quick pick with, with both the teams. So. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. All right. Uh, Danny, you got some questions for Mr. Coring. Let's hear it. Well, talk about tradition of EP. You've grown up in an EP state tournament tradition. And, you know, we could rattle off a ton of players. You have middle stads, you know, Jackson Blake, who you played with. I mean, just of recent memory, what's it like to grow up? It really in the best era of EP hockey so far. Yeah, I mean, it was awesome. Um, it was almost expected every year to go to state and, you know, compete at it. And so, I mean, I saw so many great players growing up. Um, you know, like you said, Jackson played with him. Uh, Luke Middlestad played with him. Mason Langenbrunner <laughs> played with all of them. Carter, Batchelder. Um, I mean, that team was awesome. So to be able to be a part of that, kind of be a part of that state tournament stretch, um, that was really cool. And then, you know, going to the X and watching uh, Casey play or going and watching, you know, Jack Jensen when they made their run. And yeah. then, you know, obviously there's guys like Kyle Rao. I mean, I was, I was a little guy at the time, but you know, I think I still went out and watched them play at the X back in, 2011. 2011. Yep. So. Good memory. This kid's like a historian. Yeah, we like it. And the th- best part about it is before the show, we never even talked about his state championship. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> and it, and I, I hate to take away any value to the state championship because it was a true state championship, but not with a packed house. Yeah, I know. Um, probably just a suite, though. You know, well, I wouldn't know uh, because I haven't experienced it with a packed house, but I mean, it was it was, it was was unbelievable. It was honestly kind of a blur. Uh, I need to watch the games back to get memories going because I forget a lot of 
what happened because it just went by so fast. Well, the and, Maple Grove game. Well, they're both just, was yeah. great. I mean, and it was the Lakeville South. Yeah. yeah, I mean, two games back two to back like that. Games, yeah, there's a lot of ice time. <laughs> um, I mean, as a sophomore and getting a bunch of ice time, it was very tiring. But I mean, the adrenaline, like you're never going to feel adrenaline like that. So I think that helped you kind of get through it, too. Yeah. Um, Danny, want to keep going? OK, so as Tony said, you're the only senior and thus the only one that's been to state too. I uh, left on the team. What's that like, you know, just being the only guy in the locker room, you know, that wears a senior type of thing? Yeah, you know, I think it's uh, it's definitely, it's weird. You know, <laughs> being, being the only senior, I mean, all the guys in my grade play football, and uh, a couple of them just aren't playing hockey anymore. So I think a lot of the guys look up to me as a leader and just to be able to you know, rally the troops every every game day and, you know, be someone that they can come talk to because, I mean, I've been there. I've been to the state championship. Um, I've played two years of varsity hockey. So, I mean, if they have any questions, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be there for them. And I'm just trying to win hockey games. So uh, whatever I can do to help. Please tell me you're not the leader. It's like, well, well we won state. <laughs> no. You see that there? Yeah, that banner up there. I was on that. You guys are terrible. You know, yeah. you're not. It's got to be hard, though, right? Yeah, yeah, it is hard. I mean. You don't have necessarily, I mean, Teddy's a great captain, but you don't have yeah. another senior to, to be there to help you out and, you know, guide the guys. I mean, there's a lot of young guys on the team. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's definitely difficult, but I'm working through it. Who, who do you kind of look or remember from your time at EP as being, like, your captain that you mold off of? Yeah, I'd probably say my D partner, Mason Langenbrunner, okay. just because, you know, he's kind of the guy that did the little huddles and little speeches and stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I still talk to him, still great buddies with him, obviously, and I ask him questions if I have him about, you know, being a leader and what it takes to be a captain. I mean, he's doing really good at Harvard right now, and um, so I think he's a he's a good one to look up to. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so... Let's talk about this year's team. Um, I was hoping when you came onto the show, you'd be like sixteen and two. I was hoping too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but six, eight, and one—not great. Um, here's a couple good wins. If you were in seven AA, you'd probably be the number one seed because you've got Rapids and East beaten. Yeah. Uh, a good tie with Rogers, but also a couple uglies on the on the lost side. Chaska over at at our, at our event in in Prior Lake, uh, Holy Family this past week, and then Blake uh, earlier in the season, five to four. Explain to me what's th- to the average hockey fan. What's going on with EP, and what's what it's going to take to get better? You know, we're a really young team, and I think that's kind of a, an excuse that a lot of people go to right away. But, I mean, it's true. There's a, there's growing pains that come with it. And I think, um, especially last couple of games, we're just we're just inconsistent. We, have a, we either have a really good first or we have a flat first, and then we'll come bounce back in the second. And then we'll get too high on our emotions, <laughs> and then we'll, you know, dip back down. So I think it's we got to find a – a level um, throughout the 51 minutes of the game. And then, you know, I think it's just being ready from puck drop. Like a lot of our early losses came from bad first periods. And I think with a young team, that's going to happen, you know, not being, not playing a lot of high school games before, um, not having the experience. So I think as we get more games, we're going to get better. And ultimately come playoff time, that's when it's going to matter the most. It's interesting. You look at some of your scores. You hung eight on Duluth East, yep. right? You hung <laughs> eleven last night. 
on on St. Michael. There's some firepower there. No one would really argue that you don't have any firepower, but like you said, it, I, I loved your answer about consistency. Does that come through practice, or does that come through just having more opportunities to, to be together as a team in a game setting? I think it's probably both. Um, I think in pra- practice, I mean, we got to – I think we were a little loose sometimes, and, you know, I get on the guys about that, but I think, you know, it's the age-old saying you practice how you play. Right. Um, and so I think starts in practice, obviously, getting things dialed in, but, I mean, our team's got a bunch of skill. Uh, I mean, the young guys, it's unbelievable how skilled they are. And so I'm excited. Well, look to at see. your brother. Yeah, too. I know. Nick, yeah, Nick's, Nick's, I mean, he's impressed me. Um, I'm going to be honest. I, I think that's the first time you've probably said that in your life. Yeah, yeah. It? Don't tell him. <laughs> don't tell him I, said <laughs> I, I, won't, yeah, I won't. Yeah, I promise. I promise. You did. He'll get too high on us. <laughs> um, but I mean, I didn't have a lot of time this last summer to watch him. You know, I went out to the ring a couple of times and watched him. But, you know, when tryouts came around, I was so impressed by him and just, I mean, all of the, uh, all of the sophomores and Mason, the freshmen as a whole, um, just their skill level, their compete. And I think just at once we bring all that together as a team, I, mean, I think we're going to definitely a tough team to knock out. We'll get to section two in a little bit because um, I think there's a lot going on there, and oh, you yeah. can probably give us some insight on that because you've seen a lot of these teams. Uh, but before we get to that, I want to compare, and we prepped you before the show, I want you to help us compare life as a player playing for Lee Smith and life as a player playing for Twigs because they're both great coaches. But I'd love to hear maybe some differences in what makes both of them great as a coach. Yeah, I know. I think the first difference that just jumps out to me is just you know, the kind of experience as a whole just because, I mean, Lee's, Lee was there forever. And, you know, Lee was the, the face of Eden Prairie hockey. You know, he was so comfortable around the everyone, around the whole city. Like, everyone knew Lee. And I think, you know, Twigs is his first year. He's he's awesome as a person and awesome as a coach. And I, I mean, I love them both to death. They're awesome. Um, so I think it's just, you know, getting getting more games under you. And, um, I mean, Lee, you know, he did it forever. So he had so much experience. And he brought so many teams to state championship. And so guys kind of knew when they came in, yeah, you're playing for Lee. You got to, you know, play up to this yeah. level. Play up to Eden Prairie Hockey. So, um I think as a change, it should not change uh, the the standard for Eden Prairie hockey. It's the same standard with Twigs here as Lee. So, I mean, with Twigs, new locker room, new coach, um, kind of new identity to the team. And so I think there's going to be growing pains with that. But as you see with our current start to the season, but I think he's awesome as a coach. Um, Twigs, I mean, he, he's great as a guy too. I mean, we – have have had a couple like breakfast outings and dinner <laughs> outings and um you know just being able to sit down and talk with him he's a great guy and I can say the same for both of them so I mean you, you can't say a negative thing about either of them and just coaching style wise I mean they're both really they're hard on you as a player I mean especially as me as a captain you know they want me to bring out my best every every game so they I like that they hold me to that um but you know they're they're great uh I did a podcast uh, with Twig when he got hired at Eden Prairie, and I, you know, you take off the equipment and end the recording, and he walks out the door, and the thing that dawned on me is like, man, when I grow up, I want to be like Twigs because yeah. he's just such a first class guy, first class answers. He cares. I'm guessing. I don't know this. I haven't played for him, but I'm guessing he cares for guy number nineteen as much as he cares about you and Teddy. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, he, it's a one team with him. 
I mean, it's not just top guys get special treatment. It's, you know, everybody, it's one. Otherwise, you know, you're not going to have any success. And so I think that's one of the best things about Twigs. I mean, he takes everyone and even the JV guys. Like, I see him going around giving nucks to all the JV guys and, you know, talking with them because, you know, they're the future of our program too. Yeah. And so he knows that and um, just taking all the guys in and kind of creating a family in the locker room. I think he's done a tremendous job. All right, let's talk a little section two double A. You you feel like you're uh, ready to kind of tell us about some of these teams? Yeah. And if you haven't played them, I'm sure you got a few scouting reports. Uh, let's talk about Ch- uh, Chan Hassan. I know I know they're not on your schedule, but I'm sure you know a lot about those guys. What do you see when you see those guys? Are they still Are they still number one? Uh, uh, depends who depends yeah. who you're asking. I think yeah. we got them at like two or three, maybe. Yeah, somewhere right? in the. I, they're in the top three. That's for sure in the state. And yeah. They, and no matter what, unless something crazy happens, they're number one in your section. They're going to be playing because they're only going to possibly lose to Benilde the yeah. rest of the way out. Mm-hmm. So so they'll be the one seed. Yeah, I mean they got a bunch of great players on their team. Uh, I played with a couple. Well, I played against a couple of them in elite league, and I think just like the whole identity of their team at least from what I see, is, like, kind of a grindy team and, like, they're going to break you down and wear you out through three periods. So, I mean, that's really tough to play against. And especially against, I know they beat Tonka and Tonka. I think they have a lot of skill guys, a lot of, like, really high skill. So I think the Chan kind of gritty, um, hard nose, like, break you down the corners is going to combat Tonka really well. And I think that's what happened the other time when they played. And, you know they're gritty, but they also got skill and they can score. So, all right. A, so you guys beat Prior Lake, right? So you got. I mean, I don't know want to go into this section room, by the way, and do the seating, right? So yeah. you've beaten Prior Lake, but you've also lost to Chaska and Holy Family. So you can't really be the three seed, and I don't think you really can be the six or the seven, mm-hmm. which lines you up with your wit uh, with Chanas and potentially in the semifinals if you win your four or five game. Mm-hmm. Do you like that idea? I love it. I don't. I mean, I don't really care who we play. <laughs> I think come section time, um, you know, it's do or die. So, I mean, that brings the best out of us as a team. And right. so, I can't wait. Is it like last year? Last year there was four teams really in two AA. Do you kind of feel that way this year? Where a lot more than one team has a shot to make it this season. I think five or six teams yeah. have a yeah. shot. Yeah, I this mean, year. I agree. I mean, like you said, I mean, we lost to Holy Family. And uh, Chaska, so that means that just shows you that anything can happen on any night. Um, we didn't play our best game, obviously. So I think, I mean, we get Tonka this next week. Yep. Um, we're really excited for that game. Uh, look, been looking forward to that. Circles on the schedule, so um, you know, just looking forward to it. That's one benefit to, to your guys' schedule, and I think, Danny, uh, if I'm if I'm wrong, I think two or three different times we've talked about you guys and this section, and I keep saying. Well, they're going to get those six late conference attempts to go and smack some someone over the head, right? And you're going to beat one of those teams. Yeah, they're going to have they're going to walk into that section meeting. I keep saying it, they're going to walk into that section meeting with two or three or four conference late conference wins, and no one in that section else can say that. Yeah, it's a really good opportunity for you guys to really cut your teeth and get strong before playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we beat Wyzetta or we beat Tonka or we beat Edina. Yeah, yeah, it's like, okay, Holy Family, you beat Edina, but we beat them with Nevers, you know, type of thing like yeah. that. Yeah, right. Sure. Good yeah. opportunity. You guys you guys must be really excited for those next six games in the in the conference. Definitely, definitely. We're looking to start 
going start up. Start the incline. Yeah. Start the incline. Uh, what else you got, Danny? Um, well, let's start the incline with some picks and see if we can. Yeah, go you want to stick there. around to pick with us? Yeah. Before we do that, Danny's going to read a couple uh, other big games that didn't make the pick docket. Uh, uh, you can tell your dad after that you did a great job on this interview, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I will. <laughs> you, were, you were yourself. I felt like you were yourself. He'll, yeah. be, re- he'll be refreshed and waiting for it to come <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, wow. we got to get everybody at mom here. You know, yeah. we, we've, we've lauded your brother, ripped yes. your dad. And now, before he gets there, what's the favorite thing your mom makes? Oh, boy. I can't say a wrong answer here. No. What is it? Um, I'd probably... She makes she makes a, a mean tater tot casserole. Ooh, I like you know, that. You know that. Oh, is? for sure I do. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably my favorite. Um, she makes it a lot, or is it just rare? It's it's kind of like a like a once a month thing, and then I I walk in the door after practice, I kind of get that little whiff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Love it. What's your mom's name? Heather. Heather. All right. So. Th- uh, two goods and one bad in the uh, coring household. <laughs> um, you, you you walk back in the door with some dubs. <laughs> okay, some games that um, aren't pickums but are notable. Um, Orono plays Providence. Alex plays Cathedral. Um, Benilde and Champlin Park. Um, Minnetonka and uh, EP, as we mentioned. Maple Grove, Champlin. Uh, Moorhead, Hermantown, Fergus, Alex, uh, St. Thomas, and Hermantown. That's an interesting one. That's a good game, yeah. It should be. Uh, Rapids and Hill Murray. Uh, and then, yeah, let's let's call that. That's it? it. Yeah. It, this was a week that there was games that were good and games, games that, that could have been, been good. good yeah, but games that, that are been good. no longer good. I like yeah. that, that Champlain Benilde game. That's. That's, That's juicy. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's going to be He's nerding out on Nino's Champions. I know my good. stuff. I, know my I stuff. like it. I do like you guys it. play Benilde this year? I don't think they're don't on think your we, schedule. Yeah, they're do. normally on your schedule, but yeah. I don't think they're on them this year. Usually yeah. we have them in that opening tournament. But. Right. Yes. They, yes, they flopped out with Cretan. So. Yeah. So that would make sense. All right, here we go. Uh, game one, we go. It's kind of like fantasy football, so you go last because you're the youngest, and then Circle back. Eventually, circle back to you. All right. Oh, so also, we normally have Carl on the show. Carl is skiing, so yeah. that's why Carl's not here. But we will pick for Carl, okay, as if he is here. So okay. just <laughs> so when you're like, who is this Carl person? This yeah, is Carl. Yeah, I saw this. I saw this TikTok this week. Jim Gaffigan talking about cross country skiing goes. You know the part where the guy, where you're on your downhill skis and you kind of trudge over to the <laughs> left <laughs> to get to the to the chairlift. Someone goes, "I got an idea. Let's do this all the time." And we're like, <laughs> you see, your goes, "But what do we call it? No, we're gonna. Where wait, is it? Just to the chairlift to back? He's no cross country. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great bit. Great oh. bit. All yeah, right, so Carl's cross cross country, country skiing. skiing. Not all right, alpine skiing. No. No. All right. So game one, Hillmurray and Stillwater. Uh, oof. Yeah, this one's. A- he already gave his cards away on this game. Like, it- like he scoffed at Stillwater possibly winning. So I'm going to go against the kid on here. I'm going to go Stillwater. Car- Carl's going to go Stillwater, Stillwater too, right? Yeah, he has. To. He's been a Hill hater all year. Yeah, I think he has, but he hasn't had him near the top ten. Uh, no, and deservedly a little bit. Uh, this one's hard. I saw. He'll play this week against St. Thomas. I liked what I saw, but they are still injured. 
And so it's hard to say. I'm going to go Hill. Hill needs this game. They really do. Because their other section game against White Bear is outdoors. And anything Ooh, happens in that. Sick. So they could be the third seed in this section. Isn't that weird that a section seeding game is played outdoors? I, I think you have to throw that out. If it's I a do. Ho- hockey day game, shouldn't that shouldn't matter for section seeding. You should almost, that game should not count. It's exhibition. It should be exhibition. I agree. I agree. All right, big boy. I got I got Hill. Got Hill. Okay, right. why? Why? Erickson. Yeah. I think, I think he's the difference maker. Goaltending. Okay. I like that. I like that call. All right, next game, Carl gets to go first. Edina Tonka, little late conference yeah. juice here. Um, what would he go? He would go Edina, Edina, right? He would go Edina because Ooh, he, are you sure? Because Tonka's ranked higher. But I... Th- yeah, maybe let's go with his rankings. Got to go with his rankings. rankings. I do that on on the ten minutes show. I always have to pick in the tournament, whatever the tournament we're doing the picks for. I'm like, yeah. well, I got to pick this. I did rank them higher, so not, uh, not a big underdog guy. Well, I, I, it, <laughs> it, it kind of goes against my rankings. Yeah. You know, I got to stick to my rankings, which sucks. So you got to trust the rankings. Trust uh, the process. Trust the process. Oh, so we're going Tonka, right? Yeah, for Carl. All right, All right. and then you're going. I'll go Edina. I'm going Edina for sure. Tonka hasn't won the big game yet. No, nope, the Chan they have game. Not they won. didn't win. Every time they had a tough game. Yeah, they got tight, and uh, they need this game. The only good win they have is Rogers, right? Yeah, yeah, and they controlled that game start to finish, yeah. and it's they smacked them pretty. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Were you at that game? No, I watched it. Though. Okay. All right. Uh, how about you? What do you got in this one? I hate that. I have to pick. Edina. You hate both teams. Yeah. So, That's why we chose this one. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Tonka, just All so right. they don't play mad. <laughs> I love that thinking. Yeah. I like I like that thinking. So Tonka wins. They come in a little high against you guys, and then you guys. Uh, give them the beat down. That's that's the goal. And right. and, and you know that you can stop Nevers. Yeah. yeah, yeah wow. Wow. There you go. Uh, I, I'm going to go Jackson, Jackson knows it too. Yes. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Now he's really being himself, isn't yes, he? Yes. All right. Uh, I took Edina. Uh, now we're on to game three. Um, I think it will be one, number one versus number one. It should be. Now yeah. think about the great games that have been, that have been at the Gardens this year. Oof. You know, you I, just you just returned from one. Yeah. Uh, Andover and World Girls play. That's like basically one versus one. And then you have this one versus one. All in the same building. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, and different teams, too. So it's like it's, yeah. it's all kind of mixed in here. So you get to go first. I think I, – I don't know where you're going with this one. I think I'm going to go Wyzetta. I – as too deep, too deep. It, 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 I think goaltending is a wash in this. Oh, it's the two best goalies in the state. It, and Hammer and yeah, Will. Will. Don't you think? Yeah, <laughs> I think so too. I mean, to. I mean, there's there's a lot of good. This is a great year of goaltending. Yeah. I mean, I, of all of all years. Jack I mean, Erickson, think about it. Jack Eric, Miles Gunderson, Hawksprung, like, Hawksprung, like, and then again, Weigel's a junior, but still, there's a lot of really good goalies yeah. in high school hockey this year. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm going Wyzetta. I think the top lines are a wash, but I think the third, fourth line, you know, is not a wash. Uh, no, no. Um, I can't wait to see this one. Who do you got in this one, Ryan? I don't know. It's kind of a toss up. I think I'm gonna probably go. Uh, Why Zeta? Just because they play a really tough 
game right. to play against. And we know okay, and I'm going Warroad for sure. Okay. I I just think they got something going here. They do. They, they got that they home really ice, they do. got a six hour drive. Yeah. You know? It's Olympic too. And I, uh, YZ has used to have Olympics. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do I'm guys, going to go Warroad. Do you guys have YZ at one? Yeah, yeah, I think you so. would have. Carl to. didn't do rankings this week because he's cross country skiing. <laughs> but w- it, when he releases his rankings on Monday, uh, he will have Wyzetta at one. I would be very surprised, right? Uh, because Wyzetta has the head to head, and it would be Wyzetta Tonka, I would think. Yeah, uh, and then Chan or Maple Grove, one of the two. I think Maple Grove was number two. Maple Grove was number two. They last were number week. two. Yeah. yeah. All right, who's Carl going to pick? These are his two favorite teams. It's got to be YZ. It's his two favorite teams, It's got to be YZ, though. All right. When they when Warroad wins, he's going to be pissed at yeah, you. Yeah, he's going to. I'm we, telling we, it you. We wrote that it, W-A. <laughs> Not W-A-R. <laughs> yeah, or W-A-Y. Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, this is the one you get to go first. Uh, Grand Rapids, a team you've defeated, versus White Bear Lake. What are they playing? Uh, oh, this isn't Hockey Day week, is it? That's no. following. Sorry, no, sorry, no. Oh, sorry. I was like, wow, we usually Rapids and Metro teams usually play yep. on the weekend mm-hmm. instead of a weeknight, right? So I figured, well, oh, this isn't Hockey Day. I'm so used to Hockey Day being on Squirtacular weekend. Yeah. So, all right, you get to go first. Grand Rapids or White Bear Lake? I think I'll probably go White Bear. Just oh, Metro guy. Yeah, one of my buddies, Nolan Rhodes, on the team. Yeah, he is good. Yeah, he's really good, and uh, he's drafted. To Tri City too, so oh, really? okay. Ho- hopefully, we'll get to play together. So. That'll be really yeah. cool. That yeah. really cool. Ooh, this is another one of those. This is a tough one. Um, I think I'm going to agree with Ryan on this. Ooh. Was the first time. Who's going to score two goals? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going to say. I, I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say Nolan Rhodes going to score two goals. Nolan, right? Yep. Yeah. I'm sorry, there's there's three of them. Yeah, and then whatever I spit one out. His little brother is Pee Wee. He's very good. Nash, so. his older brother Layton. Yeah, yeah. Layton, who was also okay. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't bad. I think he was like uh, CCHE Rookie of the Month for December. <laughs> Not Abba, bad. Abba yeah, Abba 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 yeah. All right, Carl. Who'd he pick in this one? Uh, he can't pick Grand Rapids. No, he can't. He's got to go White Bear, which then leads you. You got to pick Rapids. Rapids. And I'll pick Miles on this. Not completing the sweep. No, I'm you, not going to well, put the hex on. I don't want to hex anybody. No. We're going to hex you later uh, <laughs> in this next game. <laughs> We're going to hex you. I think Ryan has that ability though. Uh, I think he's I a leader. Know. I think he could do it. I think and, and no one from Eden Prairie except his dad's going to be listening anyway. That's true. So he could do it. All right, last game, Eden Prairie versus Matamidi. Because we're okay. not doing the Tonka game because we've already done Tonka. Yep. yep. So I'm going to go Matamidi, red hot. I'm going to stick with them. <laughs> the Zephyrs, that train's going to come. Is it at your guys' place or – uh, yeah, I think so. You do? Uh, okay. right. We played them there last year. So yep, it is, because yep. you did play them. I was at the okay, game last so year. Okay, so the train is going to come rolling down the tracks, and they're going to beat uh, Eden Prairie. Not consistent enough, according to a friend of mine. Eden Prairie has not been consistent That's enough. very true. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think Carl would snob us here and say EP. I okay. think he would too. I think he would. I think he would. Okay. He would. He, uh, I like Carl. He does not. <laughs> no. He doesn't even no. exist. He's a cross country skier. Yeah. You've just aligned with a cross country skier. 
Uh oh, here I comes Kayla. I just have to chime in and say you're talking to a varsity by default. Oh my gosh, varsity by default. Yeah, because there wasn't a JV. Sucked, <laughs> <laughs> and there were only like nine people on the team. Did so you letter? Did you letter? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. Did by you have default. a letter jacket with like a little no. skier on it? No. Oh my gosh! I just so didn't does. want you to diss cross from your skiing anymore. Anymore, you couldn't take it any longer. I didn't buy my <laughs> buy my letter jacket so I could put my academic letter and my cross yeah, country academic on it. letter. Some some medals down <laughs> yeah. the left hand side. I'm oh, a captain oh, and epic. Oh my gosh! She was going for the mute button there. I'm like, oh no! no what did I say about cross country uh, skiing? Okay, well, Kay. I think I you know they don't have Ben Dardis. But yeah. they are very good. They are. They are. They have some great scores. They got, I think they got better wins than Eden Prairie. I would say that. I bet. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know who they like, but. <laughs> I think they do. I don't know. So what I are you going? Go You're going Mott? Let's go with this right. effort. The westerly winds now, are going to blow through. You have, a ch- you have choices, Ryan. You have I don't choices. know what to do here. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about how you're a standalone leader. You're a leader. And leaders make decisions, and you need to fire Bold up your decisions. team. You could fire your team up today yeah. by saying, Monomita is going to win this game. And then you think they, that would fire them up? Yes, I think I it think would. I think it would. I think it I would. I think it would. We're looking for, to turn and leave here. Yeah, yeah. Get that. Get above 500. Beat the Mots. I don't believe Pick in against us. Myself. Pick against yes. yourself. Yes. I think we got it's the This same is the closest th- we've yeah. ever gotten. It, it's the same yep. thing as I'm going to go Eden Prairie, though. Okay. Oh. <laughs> No, <laughs> thought we had it. I, I literally I, I, I he teased I us. Uh, that was mean. I that was mean. mean. That was really mean. You who's, did a great who's job. Who's the goalie? No, I have no idea. Uh, I think they're going on and off. I've I have seen them no play idea. once. I've seen. I might be at this game because it's on Wednesday, just to catch them play one more time. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea, but they are definitely playing well. Yeah, they are. They so, are. all right, uh, that will do it. We have to thank our sponsors, Jack's Cafe. Summit Orthopedics and the Red and Black Leagues. Thank you to our producer and cross country skier, Kayla Joe Franz, uh, our our co host this week, Aaron Fulton from uh, Eastview, mm-hmm. Danny Ryan, and and uh, Ryan Coring. Awesome job today, Ryan. I'm glad you. you were able to join us today and get to know us a little bit better. We'll see everybody around the rink. Love is a burning